everyone, it's Peg Queen with your latest episode of the Ashtanga Dispatch podcast. You know, while I was in Mysore, India, I think it's safe to say that one of the most special experiences I had was in sitting down and talking with Saraswati Joyce in her home, just sitting across from this amazing woman. You know, she was the first woman to teach uh, men and women together, boys and girls together in India. She was the first woman to be able to teach Westerners and Indians together. This woman is like a a force um, of love and determination. Uh, She has a fierceness and yet a sense of humor. Her eyes twinkle. Uh, she just exudes love and devotion and you should see the way her face lights up when she talks about her dad or she talks about teaching. In fact, you really should see her face light up, which is why we decided not to put the interview in audio portion on this podcast. So I hope you'll forgive me for this part, but go to the Ashtanga Dispatch website and you'll get to see the whole interview and watch. Watch the way her eyes twinkle for yourself. See that fierce and determined spirit as it comes out when she speaks. And you'll get to see the way she smiles and how the love she feels radiate from her whole being when she talks about either her family or her students. Yeah, a transcription or just listening to this, it just wasn't enough. So we put up the whole interview. Go to ashtangadispatch.com and watch it. It's on the homepage now. And let me know if you like it. Let me know if you want to see more interviews like this one and watch them and not just listen to them. And we'll see what we can do. But since I do have your attention and before you go, I do want to share something else with you. Something else I recently posted. It's a blog, but you know, it's really more than a blog. It's a letter and a longing to bring passion back into our yoga practices. It's an invitation to fall in love with who you are right now in this very breath. I wrote this from the heart after receiving too many messages or emails from people asking me what's wrong with me. There's nothing wrong with you, nothing at all. You're perfect, just the way you are, flaws and all, and you deserve your own love. So, I wrote this blog. It's called The Art of Yoga, Reclaiming Your Passion. You're not broken. There is nothing about you that needs fixing, proving, or even justifying. And no, this isn't easy for me to say, because I struggle with it just like you. In fact, there have been times in my life when it was all I could do not to let the overwhelming feelings of self-doubt, insecurity, and fear all send me frantically looking for the validation and proof that I was strong enough, smart enough, and doing the right thing. But nothing was ever enough to prove me enough. It was just an endless and exhausting cycle. 
Of course, that's why you and I came to yoga, right? We wanted to break free of this cycle of suffering, not to feel broken ourselves. At least it wasn't how we started. In the beginning, we didn't know there was even a right or wrong. We just showed up and we gave our best. Okay, so we also weren't all that serious. And maybe we only came so we could touch our toes or learn to do a handstand. Still, it made us happy. And that was good enough at the time. But now? Well, now we know better. Or think we do anyway. We take ourselves and this practice so painfully serious, especially as the time starts to loudly tick by. Our practices work where everything we can't do or ways we fall short seem only magnetized by our focus. There's always so much to be fixed. But again, you and I, we're not broken, though our yoga practice sometimes is. Now, not to sound old, even if I am, but it wasn't always this bad. There was a time we all practiced with no iPhone to take pics, no hashtag yoga goals to aspire to, and a teacher who didn't care if the world knew their name, but they knew ours. Of course, that's if you were lucky enough to have a teacher. If not, it was also okay to go get a book and start or take a class at the gym. There were no rules back then, just old fashioned common sense and time-honored intuition. Oh, and I'm as guilty as anyone in complicating the process and turning practice into more ways to judge and be judged. I've strayed as far as anyone. Honestly, I'm not sure I even knew how far away I was until I was practicing Mysore in Mysore, which is kind of ironic, actually. But in just one month, with very little access to all the usual distractions and interferences, I was finally able to reclaim a rhythm all my own. No one corrected me or analyzed my practice, including me. And with no constant pull on my mind, it quieted. And finally, finally, my heart took over. I can honestly say it was then I fell in love with breath and movement in a way I never thought possible. You know, they say that music is able to access what words will never understand. Well, in our practice, that music is our breath. So maybe we weren't all that far off in the beginning when all of this was just play much like the way musicians play music, artists play with colors, and a photographer plays with light. Let's get on our mat each morning and play our little hearts out. This is our art. This is our passion. The Ashtanga Yoga Method was never about more postures or another series or their so-called mastery. It's always been about the breath, the pathway to our inner world, and the wisdom of our heart. So fall in love with the breath 
And you'll also be falling in love with who you are right now in this very moment, flaws and all. Ground yourself in that love and let all energy and creation flow from there. Don Miguel Ruiz in The Four Agreements says this, find yourself and express yourself in your own particular way. Express your love openly. Life is nothing but a dream. And if you create your life with love, your dream becomes a masterpiece of art. Like art, life has no other meaning than that which we give it. So choose to make yours a masterpiece of heart. And to all the questions, all the endless questions, there has ever only been one answer. It's love. And it's all we ever needed to begin with. Thanks for listening today. We have some really exciting interviews coming up, so please stay tuned. And remember, these broadcasts would not be possible without my producer and editor, Chris Lucas of CWLucas.com. But also thank you. Thank you for all your support and for sharing these interviews on Facebook and forwarding to your friends. Now, go to AshtangaDispatch.com and watch my interview with Saraswati in her home in Mysore, India. Enjoy, and I'll be back in just a few weeks with a brand new episode.